Well, our Lord in the Gospel today puts before us some pretty great images, some metaphors about the kinds of disciples that he's looking for us to be. And he's got this metaphor of salt and light. These are the two main images that he has that he's working with. Let's first talk about salt. Salt, in the ancient world at this time, from my understanding, it wasn't as pure as we have it right now, so it often involved, it had some kind of other minerals that were involved in it. And you might have a bin of salt in your house, this is 2,000 years ago, and if you exposed it to too much moisture or whatever, the the salt content would actually uh, disappear, and what would be left would be the other minerals, which were not salts, and you really, to the taste, it didn't taste like salt. So it had lost its savor, and at that point it was totally useless, and you just throw it out on the streets, and it was it was good for nothing. And uh, so that's what we, how we can understand the kind of concrete metaphor that the Lord is using for salt. But salt was used in the ancient world, it was used to, to make things taste better, um, but also it was used to preserve things. They didn't have refrigeration systems. So they used salt to preserve things like meat. It's the only way that you really could preserve something for any length of time, is to salt it. So salt is a preservative. It stops the process of corruption. And so also we as Christ's disciples, we are to be a force in the world that works against the inevitable course of decay and corruption that the world left to itself will undergo inevitably. And uh, we are to keep the world fresh, like the salt would in Jesus' day, would keep things uh, fresh and edible. We are to keep things fresh. There is a spirit in the world that makes things old. Old in uh, pessimism, in skepticism, in cynicism, in doubt, in hopelessness. And it's, uh, it, it makes even young people old. And we see this today. We see 10-year-olds and 11-year-olds and teenagers and people who are in their 20s and they're like old people. They're just something about them. They've, they don't have really, they've lost sense of life and wonder. And they're selfish. And they can't delay gratification. It's a huge lesson in life. If we can delay gratification, we are going to be happy people. And we're going to have the light of God's goodness shining forth from our hearts. But if you can't delay gratification, you're going to become old and corrupt and lose that fresh spirit. The spirit of the world, it's sensual. It's materialistic. You might ask a 12-year-old who hasn't been raised with any kind of religion, which is becoming more and more common today, Johnny, do you know what the, what a soul is? And he'll say, isn't it the bottom of your foot? They have no sense of the unseen, of the eternal. And uh, anything that's 
worthy of reverence, anything that is holy, is mocked and scoffed at. Nothing lofty, no ideals, tradition is meant only to be made fun of and let go and not observed. That's its only purpose. Icons, images of goodness and ideals are meant to be discredited and debunked. That's what they're for. And they operate with what some scholars talk about with a kind of tongue-in-cheek, a hermeneutic of suspicion, meaning it's a whole method of interpreting the events of the world and other people and, and governments and whatnot with a kind of a suspicion that really what motivates people deep down is just money and power and sex. That's really what the world goes by. It's because they have those motives in their hearts. And those are the most powerful things to them, and so they project that onto others. And they don't believe anymore that someone can be truly altruistic. They don't believe in chastity anymore. They don't think it's possible. And uh, they have no sense of wonder, imagination, sensitivity towards beauty. They're satisfied with an incredible mediocrity when it comes to morality. So, in the spirit of the world, the spirit of corruption and decay that I'm describing, morality has got a, a really low bar for who's a good person. They're just nice people, meaning they haven't killed anybody, and they basically let, they don't interfere with other people's freedom to basically do whatever they want. And so it's a very it's a very low bar for morality. They don't have the higher aspirations for prudence and justice and temperance and fortitude, courage. You know, kind of like the medieval knight. That's like the opposite of this sort of spirit of decay that has infected the world that I'm describing to you. And they don't believe in the saint, in the hero in the person that can really excel and go beyond. Um, but all of that, I, I just describe that by way of contrast. We're to be the opposite. We are to be saints. We're not to be satisfied with mediocrity. Just because you haven't killed someone, it's not that much to your credit. We've got to go and imitate Jesus and have this positive virtue in our hearts and before the eyes of our minds. Of course, we always fall short and we're sinners, but we've got a high ideal and we at least aim for that ideal and we promote it and celebrate those high ideals. And if we are striving to be saints, we will be the salt of the earth and we will preserve it. We will be a force that will at least hinder or even turn back the tide of decay and darkness and hopelessness that threatens to overwhelm the modern world. We will be cities set on a hill. When they're in the ancient worlds, there's not a lot of electrical light, electrical lights. So, you know, you go on a journey, you don't have lamp posts or anything, it's totally dark. 
And in Israel, you can go to these places that got a lot of hills. Italy is kind of shaped like this too, tons and tons of hills. And the cities will be built right on the hill. And imagine yourself as a traveler in darkness. We're, we're traveling in the darkness of corruption, lack of ideals, lack of spirituality, lack of eternity, lack of hope. And we're in this total darkness and we're old. And then we come to a clearing in the forest and we see a city on a hill and it's lit up with light and we say, ah, I've got a place to rest. I find relief from the weariness and the old age of worldliness. And that's what we are to be like for others. We are to be as that city set on a hill where we can be shelters of rest and give people hope and give the younger generation hope. May it be so.